Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talking about six o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason and Craig Carton on a fan, of course, worldwide. CBS Sports Network. We are back. Good to have you here. Should be a fun show today. As if you know how to dribble a basketball, even just with one hand, let alone two, somebody will give you on average about fifty million dollars to play for them. Plus, of course, you have the nonsense with the Knicks. You have baseball at its quote-unquote halfway point. None of it's good. And we're back to revel in everyone's misery. Good morning, Boomer. How are you today, buddy boy? I, I'm doing great. It's like I've never left, man. I'm telling you what. I mean, that, that was the, like the fastest week of my life. Yeah. Uh, and I will say this, that uh, you actually came in second. You almost broke a record. Oh, uh, man. And, you know, breaking records around here is, seems to be very important these days. Apparently About legacy and all that other legacy stuff, right? Legacy is very important. I mean, you took a 10-day vacation, my brother. Nobody takes 10-day vacations except one guy, and we all know who that guy is. Can I get a At the end of the day, you were gone for 10 freaking days. I was reading articles about Chris Christie coming in here today, sitting for Big Mike, working with Evan on Monday and Tuesday. Good for Chris. Good luck for him and all that to him and all that other stuff. But I'm the one that's off out. I'm I'm, I'm the one that's always on vacation. <laughs> never First of all, I'm not on vacation. I'm out there raising money, trying to do the best I can to make a difference in the life of people with cystic fibrosis. And everybody's oh, you know, he's always in there for booming. He's always out. Now, I'm not always out. You're always out. <laughs> I took a, You're I out took for a lengthy vacation. Ten days, man. I can't. I, I would imagine I your head was longer than that. I would imagine that the day after your golf tournament, which yeah. is the day that Wally Zerbiak came in here and said, David Griffin's the guy that the Knicks need to hire. Now, stat, do I it. picked a bad day to take off. I, uh, I, I, I would thinking. imagine your head was going to explode. And then watching these NBA contracts yeah. go absolutely through the roof. 55 free agents thus far. I think it's about that. Uh, over $2 billion in contracts given away to 55 NBA free agents. Tim Hardaway Jr., the latest signing a $71 million offer sheet. That's funny. You could almost make the argument that the top three or four guys – uh, as absurd as the number is, well, there's you could go dollar for dollar value well, based could, on what they, they, they do. Could, they should all be kissing the ass yeah. of the mismanagement at ESPN and the amount of money that ESPN has given them and the amount of people that uh, have been fired soon, that man. have been fired from ESPN. So I guess it's a dog eat dog world, as they say, yeah. and the big dogs. Uh, where do you see what uh, LeBron James ends up signing for next year? Uh, it will be. Well, the question be where, I suppose, well, right? Well, somehow, some way, he's going to have to get $50 million a year because he cannot... Right, be he, outdone he, he, by Steph Curry he, he, and by James Harden. Who, by, and, the and way, by, the, by the way, by, yeah. by the way, Russell Westbrook is going to sign the yeah. next mega cap or mega rich deal or super max deal, whatever the hell they call it, because he and Harden were the two guys that were grandfathered in the last CBA that were allowed to or would be allowed to sign an extension 
at a younger age than most others. Yeah, it's a, it's listen, it's uh, it's I don't begrudge him. Make every penny you can. I'm not anti-player in this at all. But the numbers are are just I, I mean, stupid. Like, They're ridiculous. You, the 55 NBA players that have that have gotten over two billion, they they could create their own country. Yeah, no, want. it's stupid. It really is. It's uh, it's out of whack. When the ESPN deal comes to an end, which is in a couple of years, uh, there will be a major holdout or lockout or whatever you want to call it because the salary cap is going to come down 20 30%. But a guy like Tim Hardaway, who, again, make every penny you can, the fact that someone could come up with a valuation for Tim Hardaway's experience in the NBA at $71 million is a joke. I'm sorry. Mike Conley making $152 million is a joke. Even James Harden, who in Game 6 at home decided not to show up and quit uh, in a playoff game to force a Game 7, his contract value, now that they added the four years, which is six years, $228 million, his contract value is worth more than the career earnings of every single player in the league today. There you go. That It's it's absurd. Great player, yeah, but uh, that much money, absurd. And you know, you know what's going to happen? You know, you know what they could do if the players really want to do something, the owners really want to do something. They they could the owners could take half of their earnings, which is a lot. And, and LeBron James does make a very good point because uh, uh, what's his name? Donnie? What's Sterling's name? What was the owner's name out there in Clippers? The first Donald name? Sterling. Our Donald Sterling opened his mouth, stuck his foot into it. Right. The NBA had no choice but to force him to sell the team. Right. So they had to find the richest guy on the planet to buy the team and overpay for the team. By a billion dollars. Because of the political uh, heat on Donnie uh, Donald Sterling. Right. And we all know that. I yeah. mean, that there's no way that the Clippers are worth $2.5 billion or whatever the hell uh, Steve yeah. Ballmer paid for it. Now, LeBron James' artic- uh, ar- uh, argument will be, well, you know, the the uh, the value of these franchises has ridden and risen and gone through the roof. That's why Steph Curry and everybody else deserve more money. Then comes Terrence Knighton. He of uh, the nickname Pot Roast used to be a defensive lineman for the Denver Broncos and a few other uh, clubs. Uh, comes out and said that uh, there's no way that uh, Tom Brady shouldn't be making more money than Steph Curry. Aaron Rodgers should be making more money apples than Terrence. Apples and oranges. It is apples and oranges, and until the NFL players want to do what we tried to do back in 1987 right. and go on strike, but you got we have guys like Lawrence Taylor and uh, and Joe Montana crossing the picket line. Right. Uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the rank and file are like, wait a minute, they're going back and getting their money. We need to go back and get our money. Uh, it's so a lot we'll different because the amount of players. I mean, I mean, it's a stupid argument. Well, to make. but it's also the amount of money that the NFL brings in every year is significantly right. but the players, larger I think than get the like Fifty-five percent, whatever so, the number is. It's, so they whatever. say, right? So I, I think, but it's amazing. It's ama- Is it not amazing that Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. Now, when more you amazing that the Knicks that gave it to him, considering yeah, they just kept him. Uh, not trading him a couple yeah, but years here, ago. But here's the one they thing, have to pay, here's pay the one thing I will say about Tim Hardaway Jr. Number one, if you want a player, for whatever reason they wanted Tim Hardaway Jr., if you want a player, you're going to have to overpay for him for his previous team not to sign the offer sheet to match it. Uh, right. to match it. So, I agree. Unfortunately, uh, Sean Marks over here at the Nets is 0 for 4 in this situation. Right. But he's trying. But the other thing that Sean Marks is doing is that he's actually taking on bad contracts to acquire assets, to, to acquire draft picks. Which I think is probably, if you can't do it the other way, and you can't attract free agents that you want, then you have to make trades. You have to take on bad contracts to acquire assets to try to make further trades to get yourself better players and get himself younger. So I understand what Sean Marks is doing. What the hell the Knicks are doing? And who's doing it is absolutely no clue. Now they're going to, I guess they're going to have a press conference with uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. today. And supposedly, 
Steve Mills, who I think is running the operation right now, he is right now, is not going to be a part of no, that he's press not. conference. No. Why not? Um, the Steve Mills is interesting. Steve Mills has been around for a long time now. He survived every other, you know, Donnie Walsh to you know Phil Jackson, and I don't blame him for trying to grab the the whole damn thing. He should. He's always been whether he's the GM, the president, whatever his title is. Remember, he was at that infamous Phil Jackson welcome press conference. And sat on the dais and didn't say a word. Didn't say anything. Um, wasn't allowed to. So now, um, so now it seems like what he's doing. Steve is Mills it- also, you know, the Dave Griffin thing is interesting. I'm not saying Dave Griffin was the answer or not the answer. But if you just, if anyone just did a little bit of research, you know full well that there's no way if Steve Mills was making the decision that Griffin was ever going to be the guy. You know, Steve Mills, of course, has a connection with David Blatt. They played at Princeton together. David Blatt was fired by David Griffin, and uh, it was never going to happen. That being said, if I'm Steve Mills, I try to grab the whole damn thing too. But here's the problem. If you say that Steve Mills is going to be the guy that's going to take the candidate to dinner and discuss what the candidate will be allowed to do, well, and if Steve Mills wants to be that guy, how I don't care who you bring in. It'd be like you saying to you or me, you, I want you to go to dinner with the new morning guy and tell us if we should hire him. Right. And you say to that morning guy, we're not going to let you do this, 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 or this. That guy's going to walk out of this thing with himself. You know, the one thing, if he has any self-respect. Right. Because most people don't have that self-respect because they just take the check and they want to Or they're desperate for the job. Or they're desperate for the job. So good for David Griffin for saying, you know, thanks but no thanks because I'm not coming here just to accept your money to be a figurehead so you could tell me what to do. This is how I do it. This is what I would want to do. And anybody worth their their salt, anybody worth uh, their weight. Uh, would do the, exactly what David Griffin's doing. The, the interesting thing is, is, is the amount of you know, you know what's going on. We all know what's going on internally. The strife, the the the, the fight for survival, uh, for friends who have been working together for years to cover each other's ass to yep. make sure that they all continue to have a job. Right. I get it. You know, the, the thing I was saying, the, the, the day after your golf tournament was the first day that you took off, and you seem like you've been off for like two months now. Feels good. But the thing is that uh, Wally Zerbiak came in here, and the, like I told you, the first word out of his mouth, uh, out of his mouth was David Griffin. Right. And, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, that's, that's really interesting. But I was saying that why wouldn't you just give it to Steve Mills and let him do it? I mean, he has been a loyal soldier. He's been a loyal employee. He's never said a bad word about anybody that's come through here, which also makes me— worried that he doesn't have the chops that it takes to get something done here. Well, there's something to be said about surviving at Madison Square Garden as an executive. Um, I'm not saying it makes him a good or bad basketball guy. I know he's got a basketball background, so I respect that. And we got to know him a little bit when we had our show on MSG. We saw him a few times. Um, And I saw him at the Garden at the WNBA game maybe a month ago. Uh, Listen, no matter what they do, they're going to be criticized for until they get it right. And you're signing uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., to a seventy-one I mean, million dollar deal, is not getting it right. Let me ask you Sorry. a question. I, I don't. And how about I, this? Maybe I don't know basketball or anything, but don't don't Courtney Lee and like uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. play the same position? No, is there? There's a better line. <laughs> how about the line that came out in the last twenty-four hours? Uh, it just further emboldens the Knicks to get Carmelo out of here because Hardaway won't want to share uh, the court with him. Like, who the hell's Tim Hardaway anyway? And why are, we wor- man. why are we worried about Carmelo Anthony and, and by the if way, we got him half out the door? Look, I, you know, the NBA, I spent literally five days just trying to figure out the NBA salary cap and Supermax and halfway. Uh, it's, very, it's like you need a exemptions. degree. It is, is insane. And I'm sitting there saying, I'm watching all these teams sign all these guys, all these mega deals. 
and the Knicks have eight guys under contract, but they're over the salary cap. And I'm yeah. like, with what? Yeah, it doesn't, and they suck. It doesn't work. Meanwhile, baseball, we're at the quote-unquote halfway point. You're in trouble. And uh, everybody's in trouble. You're in trouble, Let's man. start with the Yankees. They haven't won a series since, uh, what, the second week of June? They uh, seem somewhat oh, listless. Uh, listless. I will say Ooh, Clint boy. Frazier. Uh, a couple big hits. Nice to see that. But you know they are they've been ravaged by injuries as well, and they're still over five hundred. You know, the, they're you, still in the wild card lead, <laughs> and they're, they're in trouble. They're they're ravaged by injuries, but the guys they bring up more than admirably still yes, they do. do and have big they got hits a pitching on. problem. I, but here's you know I think of I'm going to say this for Yankee fans because this is kind of the sense that I've been getting over the last two weeks. Yeah, they will be so happy when this freaking home run derby thing is over with tonight. Because it is all about, we got five all-stars. We got two guys in a home run hitting contest. We got this. We got. It's all about the wrong things right now. And it's not, it's not Aaron it's Judge's not the players. fault. It's I not agree. Aaron Judge's fault because, you know, this is a dream come true for him. And he is, right now, he is the focal point of the sport. No, he is. And he and uh, Cody Bellinger. But yeah. when, you, when you think about the way that this thing is developed and all anybody's talking about is like the all-star game and the home run derby, you know what? It doesn't mean anything. It's just it's an exhibition yeah. to show how the how far these guys can hit balls. And you know what? It's probably going to be the highest rated home run derby of all time. I think time. The, the home it's, run derby will outrate the game. When you think about the guys that are in the and you plus you have you have two Marlins in there, Justin Bohr and uh, Stanton are both in there. I like the fact that for, and I think I'm right in this. You know, it's like I'm not a home run derby guy. I've told but you, for you'll, 10 but you'll years, watch it. But you'll watch I, it. But uh, the reality is this year. You got to watch it, but I'm just and you got to watch it. Really, I never want you know Giancarlo Stanton. No, no, I had two yesterday. Uh, you got to watch it because it's our guy, a New York guy, uh, who's going to New gonna, York guy, right? But more, more him than Sanchez based but Sanchez on this is year. Going up against Stanton right out of the but gate. But to me, it's like you got to watch it because all you've been hearing about all year, we've seen the over the thirty home runs, whatever it is. Is his batting practice, right? Yep. How everyone stops and watches. All right, so now we're all going to get to see it. And I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Yeah, but the reality and is that's this. It. Dude, but the reality is this. You know, I mean, the team's supposed to be winning. It's supposed to be Right. Well, they and, haven't done that for, in a long time. And for the last two weeks, and it took uh, it took uh, a while for uh, Aaron Judge to say that he was going to play. We all knew he was going to do had it. Had to. He had to do it. But it took a while for him to do it. He said he was trying to focus on, you know, the games as opposed to this exhibition and all that other stuff. And I do appreciate the the young man's maturity, and I think he's a great kid. And you know, I'm not I'm not big on the whole judges' chambers and all that crap. You know that. But and I hate the fact that the Mets, you know, call Syndergaard Thor and then the Black Knight and all these right. idiotic things that come out of the tabloids around here is like so stupid that you know you tend to forget what exactly is what you're supposed to be doing, and that is winning baseball games. Yep. And right now. If you look at the Yankees over the last 30 days, they're one of the worst teams in the yeah, league. I think they're 7-18 and 18 in the last 25. Dude, they are one yeah. of the worst teams in the league, and they lost back-to-back uh, uh, you know, um, series at home here yep. to Toronto and Milwaukee. I mean, they, they right now, you could be fascinated with what happens tonight. But the reality is going to smack everybody back in the face come this coming weekend. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff to fix, no doubt. Meanwhile, the Mets, of course, go in uh, on another loss. I mean, just boring baseball. Now Cespedes refuses to talk to the media because, uh, you know, he's playing like crap. Hasn't had an extra base hit in uh, 11 games now. What do I always and tell you? Explain Adver- this to me. Just what, do, what do I always tell you? Adversity doesn't uh, create character. It, it reveals actually reveals it. it. And this numbskull uh, basically is your leader, your highest paid player, right. and he does nothing to show any sort of leadership or anything. And and when you kind of shut out the press for whatever reason, 
Um, it's it's the wrong message. I mean, you know, your fans are buying your stupid canary arm sleeves. Right. Plus, you talk through an interpreter anyway. You'd say anything you want. <laughs> but again, matter. I mean, it's just it's, right? it's mind numbing sometimes how just out of touch and how he doesn't realize how people see him. Met fans want to love the guy. They want to love him. Meanwhile, you learned a lot yesterday with Danny Worthen, right? You that uh, Matt Harvey and Syndergaard are both at least two to three weeks away from even. Throwing a ball. Apparently, Matt Harvey, uh, the muscles in his hey, throwing look, sell, a, a shoulder. Sell, 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 uh, Got atrophied or some nonsense. Sell, just sell. Right? And not, then, that's not Dan Worth. And that, that's, no, that's he was doctors. Just, but no, all. he was just saying. It wasn't, oh, he, okay. I'm not blaming him. saying It came from him. And then you and even and then, then you have little things like, you know, you got this kid, TJ Rivera. He's got a nine-game hit streak. They don't play him yesterday. Yeah, just, you know what? Sell. You sell. Know? Just I get, agree. Just sell. Get sell. rid of everyone. Sell. I Doesn't agree. Matter. Okay, season's over, done. Uh, you know they are the best of the worst. Is who they are. It's they not, are it's the just best. If you put them on the t- on the field with the How San Francisco this? Giants, they'll beat them seven out of ten times. You put them on the field with the Dodgers, they'll get beat nine out of ten. And do you think it would make sense, uh, assuming he's hundred percent healthy, that the lone Met All Star could actually crack the starting lineup for the Mets? Right? Right. I, I don't know how Jay Bruce is not an all-star, really, honestly. Well, comparatively, right? I mean, and he's basically event, played every game almost. We got lots cooking today. We got all your baseball. We're at the halfway point. We got the home run derby, which, oh, we're all going crazy about tonight. And, of course, you have uh, the NBA. While every team seems to be doing something really positive and good, the Knicks come out and spend more money than I could ever remember them spending on an average ball player. No, they spent $72 million on Joakim Noah. This is $71 million. I said average. I didn't say below average and broke it down. <laughs> I said just average. I will take all your calls, of course, 877-337-6666. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.